Well, we're really struggling when we get this can opening down pat, aren't we? Mm. Lucky you just sort of sat there waiting for me to... You nearly forgot to do the can. It's the only thing that we keep consistent about the show. I was about to, I was about to start talking. Oh, wait. I, I just completely forget just about the can. Ladies and gentlemen... <coughs> well, excuse me. Welcome back to episode 14 of the fastest growing podcast on the interwebs. And that's not me talking. That's just facts. Amir? Facts. It's episode 14, isn't it? Hmm. I'm losing We've done that many though. we don't even know. Yeah, it is. is. It, it is. is 14. We're still going. And I've got to sit real close at the moment because you're, um, you're recording. We're, we're back on the, the snippets and the and the video previews. Um, how are we, first of all? Big, busy week? Very busy, as always. Working away. Working for trying to man. make money. The cost of living is going higher and... Mm. Got to do what we got to do, man, and get that coin. So tax returns yeah. coming so soon. It'll be the yes, same rates. Your, well, your rates will be going up soon. So that'll. What about yourself, mate? What have you been doing? Same thing, mate. Worked six days this week, which was good. Yep. Um, going to the gym a bit more again, which is good. I mean, feeling a lot better. So mm. yeah, very good. As I munch into these lollies. As you munch into the lollies, you got your little teat bat bottle of lollies. Mm, so you weren't hungry, now you're just um, down. No, I've I've just come from a a uh, a baby shower. And obviously they get, you know, all the, what do you call them? Like the props and stuff ready and the balloons and stuff like that. And they've they've got a bit of candy, but it's in a, it's in a baby bottle. So yeah, I've got the, um, I'll put it on camera and we'll, and we'll put this up when we do a little snippet, but it's, yeah, it's in a baby bottle. So I have to keep opening it up and taking it, it out. Front and center on the table. Okay. Oh man, that's our prop for the episode, little teat bottle. Little teat bottle. Um, all right, so we'll get stuck into it. So um, I'm going to start with more of a, a tickle me pink sort of, than, um, and then we'll get into some here's one for you. A bit, bit more sports talk. We'll go back to that because we said we we're going to do that last week and we sort of just had the, we called it the graveyard shift last week. We sort of just had a late night rant again. Mm. We've been doing that a lot lately. We, we, we are really getting into two old guys that are just angry at the world, aren't we? We're just ranting a lot on this podcast. Absolutely. It was supposed to be a podcast about um, sports and it's turned into a, a platform for us to just whinge. So... Mm. <laughs> I hope he's like it. This is what it is, I suppose. Um, <laughs> so my tickle me pink um, for this week. Um, I've just been thinking about it. this. Probably applies to me more than you. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you ever feel like you're just destined for averageness? You're just destined to go through life and not be great or, or good at anything, but also not be shit and poor at anything. I thought about thinking about it the other day. And I thought everything I've ever done in life, I've never been bad at it, but I've never been really good at it. I've mm. just been average at everything that I do. Um, and it just sort of got me thinking of if I'm just destined to just be an average fella that goes through life just doing average things, really. Do you ever think about that? Obviously, you would have thought back in the soccer days you were destined to be the next big Cristiano Ronaldo, mm. Bosnian Ronaldo. Mm. But uh, I don't know if these days if you thought it mind set has shifted a bit um, at all. Well, what... What do you mean by destined destined for average? You know, so, just, but, like, but I mean like just set yeah, like your life is just destined to be average. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm getting at is, well, you earn a good wage. So does that still make you average? Though, that's what's an average wage that I want. Apparently, I saw. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I looked at mm. my age. I'm like, okay, that's average for my age range and for the current times that we're living in. Mm. Apparently, that's average. I was an average footy player. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say I'm slightly better than average electrician, but I'm not God's gift to the sparkies, that's for sure. I still make mistakes and have a lot to learn. Um, always been average with the women. Like, you know, like I've never been bad or good at, mm. at anything. I've ever been. I was average at school. I probably could have been better at school if I tried a bit harder, mm. but I, I've just never been... Can't relate to any of that. Oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> go on, no, tell I'm us. I'm just kidding. Tell um, 
Yeah, no, it's a good point. Um, you know, I really thought coming out of school, going to Europe and stuff, that I was actually destined for... Well, uh, greatness is a very big word, mm. you know. Um, how do I say? I was destined for... Bigger things, Maybe mate? success. Bigger, oh, success, success, success okay. su- you know, succeed in the... the the path that I was taking, probably not greatness as much. Um, but now looking at where we're sort of sitting here, I, I guess we're destined for just... I, yeah. might have, I might have cursed this podcasting because it probably might just be an average podcast for the rest of its duration for however long it lasts. It might never mm. amount to anything because it just seems right. to be that everything I touch just sort of fizzles out to just be average, really, and that's just it. Mm. Well, m- everything happens in the world for a reason, doesn't mm. it? So maybe God said to you, you know what? From from being a baby to twenty eight, you're gonna be a shit cunt. And now that this podcast come out, this podcast is gonna make you oh, fucking huge. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Maybe you said twenty eight years, you're gonna do nothing. Mm. Come twenty nine and onwards, this podcast is gonna make you a very well known man, and greatness will be thrust upon you. Even that dive into a bit the other day, and I was sort of looking at where we sort of sit in terms of new podcasts starting out and. You know, obviously, th- these things take time. Like, it, it, anything, like even on YouTube, it takes years until mm-hmm. they get going and establish a base. Um, but, but sort of where we're running at the moment is sort of, like I said, it's on the average of where most people who start off a podcast are at. You've got to look at the people that We're not that doing overly bad, but we're not doing anything special mm-hmm. either. But so. you've also got to look at the people that start podcasts have come from things that are already well-known or have, mm. have they've got a, a viewer base. Mm-hmm. We've, we are average people that are fucking nobodies. <laughs> That have started this, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we've got to fucking work our asses off to actually get viewership. Where the people that are starting podcasts have come from different industries where they're already well known, and they've gone, you know what? I'll just put this as a like I like uh, Ben Foster for example, the goalkeeper, the mm-hmm. English goalkeeper that played mm-hmm. for fucking Watford, played for Man United. Mm-hmm. He's got a podcast, mm-hmm. right? But his first profession was a footballer. People know him from that, and he's gone. I'm going to start a podcast. So all these followers from football mm-hmm. are watching him, mm-hmm. not because he's a fucking good podcast. Um, Talker, but because of his soccer and his football and his background, do you know what I mean? So he's the already- same as um, Paul George from um, Los Angeles Clippers. He's got a podcast with Paul, was it Paul podcast with Paul Paul G something P- podcast with PG. It's called. Mm. Sorry, um, that's the same sort of thing. All the Clippers and basketball fans have gone across to watch him, and his is mainly basketball related. He has all NBA players come mm. on and talking about that. But he was somebody before oh, that. Of course, that's yeah, a, that's the thing. Whereas we're, we've, we're, we're nobody's before this, mm. do you know what I mean? We're starting this pretty much fresh and green as fuck. And obviously the key for us is probably just to get more guests on to expand the listenership from there. People that want to interest in what they might mm. have to say. So that's, that's just sort of the only way we've been able to build it so far. Yeah. And then obviously in between guest episodes, me and you just come on here and have a chat and a rant, mm-hmm. which we're doing today. Back on the one-on-one, but 100% guest next week. Like you'd be surprised how hard it is to fucking get a guest too. I know, yeah. Me and you both. I know, I know. We, are, we are struggling. Um, but look, it'll take We smashed time. out all the, all, the, all the biggest guests in <laughs> the first few episodes, haven't yes, we? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, um, no, it's a fair point. I think, yeah, Destin Favre is a good point. I think, um, yeah, I think, what do you reckon luck has a lot to do with that? Luck? Yeah. Yeah. To make it as a great soccer player, you can have all the skill and stuff in the world, but surely yeah. there's luck to it. Politics kept you down, though, not luck. Mm. Luck. 
But even though you you'll know, always blame politics. Yeah. What about one wanting to be a movie star? What about that? Who me? Just anyone in general. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a mm. very small, in, like it's a big industry, but mm. to get into it, it's a very small, and you got to know people stuff. So you can be as talented. You can be a fucking the next Denzel Washington. But mm-hmm. I always feel like there's always a little bit of luck that you need to just get that foot in the door, sort of mm. thing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I don't know. What do we know? We're just average blokes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we're destined for averageness. That's 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 a good slogan to put on a t-shirt. I reckon. Mm. Once we finally get fucking um, some shirts going, but you've um, before we well, while we're on the subject of um, shirts, you're 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 doing sort of the slave trade, from what I hear. I'm going to go for some child labour when you go to Bali and see I if you get so. your shirts made I up. I think so. Yeah. Um, come September, I think that'll be the first one we get on. Destined for averageness sounds like a pretty good fucking. Slogan to put on a t-shirt. Well, I'm hoping when I go to Bali. Here's one for you. Destined for averageness since 1995. <laughs> Tickle me pink. Tickle me pink, yeah. Um, See, so all these good ideas that we've got, we won't share too many of them just in case people try and take the ideas, but mm. I'm, think, I'm thinking in uh, Bali that it's going to be a lot cheaper and I can print out probably a couple hundred shirts than pay $50 a year for one. Mm. So Hopefully you can uh, make that happen while you're there. That'd be good. I hope so. I'll... That, I'll I'm going to Bali for business and pleasure. We sort of need to, um, before you do go, get like the what we want to do on the shirt so you can go over there and show it to them. Mm-hmm. I think the logo, our logo will be the main thing that we have on there. The skeleton with the microphone is pretty good. So, yep. And then a couple of slogans, like you said, tickle me pink um, and sort of the shit like that. And Because I know a few people have asked me about if we're getting any merch. Merch in. Yeah, yeah. so you yeah. can have that going. And it's good for them to wear. We'll just hand them out to free and people wear them around and sort of, you know, gets a bit Absolutely, of explosion, yep. blah, 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 which yep. is always always handy. So, yeah, come September, hopefully, when I get back, I'll have a suitcase full of our <laughs> yeah. new merchandise. You're not even going to take clothes over there, are you? No. You're just going to take an empty suitcase, an empty and, bring suitcase and bring back all our shit. If here's one for you stuff. Yep. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, well, we're going to talk uh, a bit of sport, like I said, get back back into that because we've sort of strayed away from that a bit now and, and by the next few episodes that are coming up with a couple of guests lined up. Um, we will be staying away from the sport for a few more episodes, so we'll, we'll get stuck into it now. And um, I, I thought now is the perfect time. We'll go back to a bit of NBA chat. Um, the Jordan versus LeBron ramble did quite well. People were very interested in that. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the NBA and something we touched on a little bit like a couple of episodes ago. I can't remember now. Um, we sort of spoke about the European players in the NBA at the moment, sort of being the the faces and the best players in the league. And I thought a bit good time to bring this up is because um, the NBA draft lottery just went by last last week. Did mm-hmm. you say who got it? So San Antonio Spurs got pick one, which is um, pretty much guaranteed that they're going to take my um, boys. Yeah, yeah. Which they're going to take now. I'm just going to get his name up. Obviously, people probably already know who I'm talking about. I can never say his name properly. Can I have a look at it when you get it up? Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama. He's French, so another European player. This is why I bring this up. Victor Wembanyama. Wembanyama, that's it. That's how you say it. Wembanyama. Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. So he's a Frenchman. Yeah, so now the NBA is glazing hard over the last week about this bloke. They are just posting so much stuff of his highlights and training and whatnot. Um, You haven't seen anything of him? No. So he's Mm -hmm. 7'4", but he he can play point guard pretty much. So he's got handles and he can make plays and passes. Very talented player. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, why well, he's going to go number one, but I've heard a lot of comparisons made throughout the week since the since the draft is starting to pick up traction now. Making a lot of comparisons to LeBron James okay. about sort of that's the expectation of, of him to come in and, and meet that sort of expectations. That's going to be huge. Um, 
from what I can see of him, yes, he's a very talented player, but I don't think he will be that level. Because once he got it, all the hype came out him being number one, I sort of dove into his highlights a little bit. And the first thing that comes to mind is his... I'll show you some pictures here, because you obviously don't know much about him. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> is he's fucking skinny. There's no muscle Very on him. Very skinny, yeah. So LeBron, when LeBron obviously was touted to be the chosen one, mm-hmm. he came into the league, even though he was 18 straight out of high school, he came in the league a man. He was a big boy already. He was yep. six, what, six, six, 250 or something like that. Um, built, ready to go with the big boys. So he was already solid enough to, to handle... Um, oh, come on, I need a picture. To handle the the physicality of the bigger boys in the NBA. Yeah, so there's right, not much okay. to him, is there? Okay. Have you watched a bit of his highlights? Yeah, so he's very What's, good. He has a speed on him. He's, he's quick, yeah. Mm. He's got good handles. He's got a good jump shot. Um, I think he will, the uh, uh, sort of first and foremost, he'll probably struggle with um, the size of the bigger boys, like the Jokic's and the, you know, Giannis will just power through this guy. Um, Embiid, all those sort of centers that are big body boys that's just going to push him around. Um, it's going to struggle for his position because he's going to come in and play center straight away. Well, so I see that picture there. I feel like there's not much muscle you can really mm. put on after that. I feel like that's well, it's going to be hard to fill out a seven four frame. I mean, Shaquille mm. O'Neal was very like a fen- like a phenomenon that he mm. was so big and so tall, sorry, and so big at the mm. same time. That's why he was so dominant because he was so large. So he was strong as just push everyone around. I don't see that um, happening. With him, like, how's he going to fill that out if he's that? Like, he might. Anthony Davis came in the league very skinny. It was the same sort of Yao Ming, too. Yao Ming was tall, but <clears throat> quite thick as well. Yeah. He wasn't that skinny. <clears throat> so, yeah, I guess I guess he might have a bit of work to do then, I guess, when he gets in there. But, but another but... European player. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the European boys? It's another... The number one draft pick this year has, is a European player. And then you've got Jokic, who's... Um, so, who was last year? I'm going to look at that right now. Mm-hmm. You got Jokic who tearing it up, beating beating my Lakers to a pulp at the moment in the finals. We're down zero three. Mm. Um, you've got Giannis as well. Um, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic as well. Um, did just off the top of my head. I feel like there's way more than that. And beat him on the MVP. He's not European, but he's not American either. Mm-hmm. He's from Cameroon, I think. So okay. that was what I wanted to talk about. The, the sort of the top players, yeah, the international players these days, and it's sort of trending away from the USA guys being the focal point. And this is what I said to you last time: when when LeBron retires, who's up as the next big thing? Who's going to be the face of the NBA? It's not sure, going to be sure. an African uh, or African American. I'm American sure it will player. be because the NBA has never had an international player as the face of the game. That's what I'm saying. This is, but it's looking like it's going to be that sort of trend because who's going to stand up when LeBron's done? And he's only got it might be his son, maybe. Mm. He might get paired. so he's been touted to go top ten next season draft. So the next draft, yeah. Coming, yeah so yeah. he's been touted to go ten, which is at the moment going to look like it's going to be the Orlando Magic. And LeBron said he'll go wherever his son plays. He just doesn't want to play for the Magic. Why is that? I don't know why, <laughs> but if the Magic take him, that'll be funny as so. Right. So LeBron, <laughs> so LeBron's obviously going to keep playing for the next two years to play with he's his son. His, hopefully, well, he's got next season on his contract still mm-hmm. with the Lakers, and then his contract is up. Right. So he's free agent to go wherever his son is going to go. I think that's that'll be his last season. He'll play one season with his son, and he'll he'll sail off into the sunset. Okay. Um, but that's that's sort of my thinking was you now these European guys are the, are the are the best players at the moment. Who's going to be the face and who's going to take over for the reins when he's done? Mm. Well, yeah, you can't. You probably couldn't really say anyone at the moment that's in the league. I guess you got to wait till the next few drafts come up. I, I guess because. 
right at this moment, LeBron's still the face, isn't it? And you've mm. still got Jokic, you've got Doncic who are playing at the same time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then once he keeps playing, these guys are still playing. Do you know what I mean? So they're moving at the same pace. So then by the time LeBron retires, Doncic is going to be older, Jokic is going to be older. Mm-hmm. So you've really got to have to wait for, I guess, the next generation to see whether that's going to be the face, mm-hmm. if you understand yeah. what I'm trying to say there. Um, but it's hard to... Um, it's hard to give a point of view without being biased, being that that is my background, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you're happy to see the the European boys? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, well, the 90s had a lot of uh, ex-Yugos playing in in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Vlade Divac, mm-hmm. Dražen Petrovic. None of these guys are on the level of these current European boys, though. Giannis and Luka and Jokic are way better than all these European players you're talking about. A different generation too. Yeah, but I still think they're better. It's like Dirk Nowitzki is another one that you could put in there yes. as well. But um, Manu, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. Yeah, see, Ginobili again, Parker's another one. I feel like Ginobili isn't on the level as these these European boys that are on. Still on one of the, the top players mm-hmm. in the time he played, he though. Was, Do you know what I mean? Very good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of happy with the... Like, it's good that the NBA are expanding to that, though. Mm-hmm. They're not just keeping it um, American. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're sort of saying, look, this player is good. Let's get him, whether he's from Spain or whatever. You know what I mean? Pal Gasol's another one. Mm. You know what I mean? And his brother, too. Mm-hmm. Obviously not probably as good. but Mark is very good, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're taking over. That's what that was my question. Like yeah, it, like I don't think they're taking over. I think the Americans will still be on top of the amount, I guess, the percentage or the ratio mm-hmm. to Europeans and the internationals. The Americans will always have more. Um, but it's good to see more faces of internationals, Europeans playing there and still being spoken about on your ESPNs and the top levels mm-hmm. rather than just the American mm-hmm. guys being spoken about. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which shows that they're fucking good players because NBA wins the best basketball league in the world mm. bar none no matter how good you think European league NBA is the top yeah. of the top for basketball that's it end of story yep. um, and to see the ESPN uh, analysts and stuff talking about all these European guys up there with mm. when I say up there I mean with the LeBron, Le, Le, LeBrons and all these other guys is credit to the European boys mm. um, but I always think the ratio is always going to be more American than it is I thought it was quite funny um, I sort of had a taste of what you um sort of feel like when you talk about sports and your favourites and stuff like that, when, like, people say, this person's better than Maradona, you just go, off, don't even start. And Or if I say, or anyone says there's a better basketball player than Michael Jordan, you're like, off, don't even start. When when people started making comparisons that, to Victor, to LeBron, mm. that was the first time in my life I was like, don't even fucking start that mm. shit. <laughs> don't even start that shit. Because that is a tall mountain to climb and expectation was so high on LeBron to come in in his first... And he was the first player... When his first season, he was the best player of the Cavs team. Mm. At 18. So he'll, he'll have to come in for a start, Victor, and to even be on the same level and and to sort of project towards how good LeBron is. Um, he needs to come into the league and be the best player in the Spurs and win the Rookie of the Year for a start. There's just there's no... Anything less than that for him in the first season to fail. Mm. He has to be the best Spurs player and he has to win Rookie of the Year. For a start, he's saying that if he's getting, if he's going to get um, 
judge the same as what Brian. Yeah, that he's, he's and, got to do and that. with all the hype going around him saying how good he is, he not anything less than being the best on the Spurs and being rookie of the year is just not good enough. Where is he now at the moment? He plays in the French league. So he he's not he's not he doesn't go to college here in no, America. No, no, he's, he's playing in France. He's playing in, in, France. in the France professional league or whatever it is, whatever it's called. It's like um, uh, what's his name? Oh fucking, La Lamelo Ball. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He opted out of college. He went and played in the NBL for one season, and then he got drafted. That he's sort of not in college. He's just playing in the pros for one year, and they sort of sign a contract. It's like an NBA leading pro. Something where they sign one contract, and if they get drafted, they just opt out straight out mm-hmm. of it. They sign more than one year. Well, Lamelo signed like a three-year deal with whoever he was playing, but it had like an NBA exit clause in it. So if he got drafted, he could just get straight out, which he did. So he left straight away. Um, so it'd be something. He would mean you know, something similar to that, I'd say, in the French league. Mm-hmm. Um, is LeBron, LeBron the only one to go straight out of high school? Uh, I think Kobe did as well. Jordan didn't. Jordan went to college. Yeah. Um, oh, there would be a few more, but like none of them ever. Anthony Davis came straight out of high school as well. Anthony Davis did yeah, as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it, the, the, it's changed now. You can't come straight out of high school anymore and go straight to the pros. You have to do one year of college at least, minimum. Right. Minimum. Because if Bronny, if that was the rule, Bronny would already be in the NBA. Just because of who he is. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think he's ready yet to be in the NBA. I think that one season of college is going to do him wonders. Get a bit bigger, a bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Play with a bit of bigger boys, then get drafted. Have you watched any of his highlights? Ronnie, he's very good. As good as his old man? No. <laughs> Can be? Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably. He's, they're very similar. Um, he's big boy too. That's what I'm saying. He's got mm-hmm. that build to be ready for the pros. I think he just needs one more season yep. in college will be really good for him, and then he'll be ready. Not at the moment, he's not. Mm. Same with um, his other son's actually much better, Bryce. And what's he? Bryce just a bit, bit younger, is he? He's younger, yeah. So he will be a well off. Being in the NBA, but, he won't play with his old man. Nah, LeBron, LeBron will be like forty-four by the time he's ready to play in the NBA. He'll be done. Um, but he's better than Bronny, okay. much better. So he'll be he'll be drafted for sure. So he'll have two sons in the NBA for sure. So back to your question, then. Um, I know we sort of segmented off it a bit, a little bit, but what are your thoughts on it then? Europeans versus the USA. What are you thinking of the Europeans in the league at the moment? I think that's that's. I think they are becoming the best players at the moment, and they are becoming the faces because I just don't see who else. In the NBA, I'm trying to think off the top of my head that would be Ja Morant was a very good player. I don't know if you saw, he's got suspended indefinitely by the Grizzlies though because mm. he was a flash and a gun on, oh, on, yes, on yeah, Instagram. I read, yeah, yeah, so I read about that. Yep. He's trying to desperately throw away a great career, Ja Morant, because he's a very good player, but he's mm. he's in trouble a fair bit actually. So. so, which international player right now would you put as the face of the internationals in the NBA? Mm. Obviously, you're never going to put anyone Giannis before LeBron, still. but if you're going to put a Giannis. face. Giannis. So you wouldn't put Jokic or Doncic in front yeah, of him? Yeah. Giannis has won a championship. I feel like Jokic will never be the face just because it's also an image thing. He's not the most appealing-looking player, that mm. makes sense. He's mm-hmm. kind of fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit lanky. He's got a rough head as well. Jokic? So, yeah. yeah. So he's not like the Giannis is a good-looking lad. He's so, mm. solid and fit. LeBron's a pretty good-looking dude too. He's, um, those sort of... Doncic? Doncic, yeah, but he hasn't done... Anything. Hmm. Giannis is the MVP and Giannis has won a championship. That's what I'm saying. He's more. So he's pretty much just done whatever he can for the Mavs. That's really it. Yeah, really Mavs have never done. been like threatening either. They've always just been, you know, five, six. They didn't even make the playoffs this year. Hmm. And they had Kyrie Irving there now. Like I said yeah. to you when he joined, that if they don't make the playoffs yeah. Yeah. or the finals, that's a fail. They didn't make the playoffs. So yeah. <laughs> that's just hmm. rubbish. So, um, but he did get, there was a lot of injuries there. So that's probably, uh, Luca got injured 
and Kyrie got injured, so they didn't actually have the best team on the floor. You reckon Marjanovic could be the face? Who? Bob one. Mm. Bob one. Well, he's probably, <laughs> he's, he's can shoot the three. It's funny. As he's probably uglier than Jokic. Bob Marjanovic. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kudos. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more. We're going to dive into some soccer next. We're going to do another goat comparison. Now, I want to mm. do this goat comparison with you, and I want to take away your thoughts. Obviously, you're an older generation player. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're going to make that external. We're just going to talk about the current era and these yep. two players. Yep. So we're going to completely keep Maradona and Palais out of it, and we'll, we'll come back with that. All right, just while we're taking a quick break, Amir, for the 45th time, we're going to change this ad. Where can they find us at this time on Instagram? And if you change it again, I'm going to be furious. The great, the great people, the great listeners of our podcast can find us at underscore here's one for your podcast on Instagram. Beautiful. That's the new one. Mm-hmm. Don't forget it. They can find us at Spotify at here's one for you. And Apple Podcast it is on for you. Mm-hmm. What else, Samuel? I think that's about it for now. There's a YouTube channel, but there's not much happening at the moment, but, but things will be happening eventually. And TikTok at his oh, one for you. TikTok, that's another good one. Beautiful. We'll get back. Cut. Take two. Take two. Why <laughs> can you ruin my drink, honestly? A recording? Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey, we're back. Why aren't you happy? Because you put a fizzy lolly in my fucking drink. <laughs> And now it tastes like shit. <laughs> what would you say though? If you if you swallow and choke on it, you'll die. Yes. Your show must yeah, go on. You'll keep going. That's all right. Keep going. We'll finish the ep- oh. with or without me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now this will be one that you might get quite invested and emotional about. We're going to talk about um, another chat that goes on. We've done Jordan and LeBron. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Maybe one day we'll we'll get to a wrestling comparison of who the who the greats the goat is in the mm-hmm. wrestling. But Which we both moment, know already. We've done boxing as well. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to cover your sport, soccer. Um, Final. Wait, 14 no, fucking episodes have, for this? I think we've done... Haven't we done a greatest of all time in soccer chat? I feel like you've mentioned it somewhere. I feel like it was in the Le- LeBron Jordan one, and we covered it yeah, like a little the bit, tiniest little well, bit. But we're not going to talk about too much about the old, old, old players, because that's... Unless you're a diehard soccer fan, you're not going to really know who we're talking about. But we're going to talk about the current... Two players that get thrown around as the greats, greatest of all time, regardless of what you think. Messi versus Ronaldo. It's always it's always these two boys that get thrown around. Uh, I want to give your thoughts, and um, and and I'll I'll come back with a rebuttal about who who the goat is out of those two. We could call, call it the greatest of all time in the in the modern era in, in our generation, the greatest of our generation. <laughs> 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 you good? <laughs> you been waiting. You don't know what to say. You been waiting this one. Messi. <laughs> but why? <laughs> oh, do I need a fucking explanation as yeah. well? Oh, fucking hell. That's the whole point. <laughs> got to say a name and then walk away. <laughs> Goodness me. Um, I know a lot of the deciding factor <laughs> for a lot of people. <laughs> Um, was that now that he's won a world championship, it's undisputed between these two. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of people out there that say Ronaldo is the greatest of all time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, oh no, for me... God. <laughs> <laughs> the one conversation I should know about, I have no <laughs> You just keep staring at me. <laughs> it's like I've asked you to solve a math problem. You're just, just looking at me. Uh, no, for me... For me, out of the two, the modern era, uh, easy pick is Messi. Um, I'll start... I won't look at any championships or trophies that they've won. Purely based on skill, first. Uh, Messi outshines Ronaldo any day of the week. Mm -hmm. Um, In all areas or just... 
You reckon he's better at every sort of skill there is in soccer? Ronaldo doesn't excel in anything better than he does? Correct, yep. Nothing, nothing at all? No. If, if Messi did what Ronaldo did, for example, at Real Madrid, um, where the whole team worked around him, which, he, which they did at Barcelona, but Messi worked at Barcelona. He'd get the ball in the midfield and he'd dribble it, whereas Ronaldo at Real Madrid would pretty much stay up front and not all of his goals, but most of his goals are tap-ins. It's the guys working to get him the ball, doing all the hard work, and all he's got to do is tapping in. If Messi had to do that, he'd score 10 times more goals than Ronaldo because Ronaldo missed fucking half of him or shanked him. Mm. As a professional player, getting paid $400 million, mm-hmm. and he's shanking tap-ins, mm. whereas Messi's would have scored them. He would have scored... T- you know what I mean? Whereas Messi actually works and gets the ball in the midfield and actually dribbles two or three players... Not since almost Man United days with Ronaldo have I seen him do that. Mm. Um, he's not. Well, wasn't he getting in trouble early on for over dribbling, Ronaldo, for holding it too long and trying to take on too many people? Didn't they want him to sort of give it up quicker and and not be the man that's trying to take on six players and score by himself? Could have sworn he was getting in trouble early on about well, dribbling too much. You've just pointed out another point as well. Messi never got pulled up on it because he could fucking do it. Mm, okay, do you know, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like. Ronaldo would try and take on that one or two players too many when he could have t- taken on two players and then given the ball off like Messi does. Messi's not... I'll get to this point too, but Messi isn't a selfish as Ronaldo. Messi wouldn't wouldn't give a fuck if he scored in the game or didn't score in the game as long as they won. He's happy with an assist. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you see Ronaldo in games and you can, you can look this shit up on, on YouTube. It's not like I'm fucking making anything up. You can see Ronaldo... When his own team scores, but he doesn't score, they're all celebrating the corner, and the cunt's fucking walking back to halfway line because oh, he yeah. didn't fucking score. Yeah, okay. <laughs> do, like, well, I'm not, do you know what I mean? Like, even just the attitude. So, based purely on, um, on skills and attitude and stuff, Messi outshines him in every fucking aspect. Mm. Now, if you get into trophies, Messi's got to work up. Yes. Period. Has he got less Ballon? No, he's got more Ballon d'Ors. Oh, that equal. Messi, equal. Messi, Messi has one more, I think. Okay. I think one more or two more. Who won it just recently? Who's the most recent winner? Was it Karim Benzema? Yeah, it was Benzema? Yeah, yep. I thought so. Yeah, thought so. So you're, yeah, you're, well, uh, I was always, um, it's always personal preference when you're talking about greatest of all times for anything. I mean, you can sit there and say stats and shit until the cows come home, but at the end of the day, it's always up to personal preference. And I was always Ronaldo over Messi just because I liked uh, the. Sort of the goal scoring always seemed more impressive to me than Messi's did. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. He would always saw those freakish goals a little bit more than Messi did. Obviously, Messi's better dribbler and all that sh- shit that you said. But I just like some of those, like that bicycle kick goal that he For did. Juventus. What did Ibrahimovic say? He, someone asked him about Ronaldo's bicycle kick. And he said some smart-ass thing, Ibrahimovic, about it. Oh, I can't remember what it was now. I thought oh, you I might know. No. Did you see that while we're talking about Ibrahimovic? Did you see the um, they were talking about how when he first got to the LA Galaxy, LeBron James sent him a jersey. Yeah, he signed and sent it back. Signed and sent it back to them. <laughs> Some shit he would do. Did you see the newspaper article? What? Did you hear about that one? No. So he, he got to LA and he went to whatever the fucking paper was and he printed out one full page, front page of the Sun. He bought the whole page and all he wrote wasn't on it was LA. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Uh, funny, <laughs> but um, he's always funny. It makes me laugh when he talks because I uh, saw an interview. They were talking about some other guy that was in the MLS 
And then, like, is he a better Carlos player? Than him? Was it part better player than you? He's like, how old is he? He's not twenty-seven, so he's in his prime. Oh yeah, and he's playing in MLS. Well, where was I when I was in my prime? Europe. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. don't even yeah. start. But yeah, we get back on to Ronaldo. I always liked him more um, at Real Madrid, and when he went back to United for that first season as well, he was very good. Mm-hmm. I sort of fell away out of favour to him as I sort of looked into him a bit more, and then his second season with United was a disaster. I mean, it was all. Politics again, as you like to say, he was firing back at them. That who's Ten Hagen? It's the coach, Eric, yeah. Eric Ten Hagen. Yeah, didn't didn't like um, didn't like him. Starting mm-hmm. starting him on the bench and shit like that. But when he was coming on, he was making no impact. Like I was mm. saying to you, he would just come on and sort of stand there, or yep. you can't, you he'd can't. have a shot from halfway. Mm. And when there's people running on the left and right of him, he'd just have a shot out of nowhere. So you can't purely base that on the coach, which the media came out with because fucking who knows what the reason. Obviously, everyone's in love with Ronaldo and that. But excuse me, you've got to look at the the um, the background of why that happened, why he was sitting on the bench, why he wasn't playing him. There's always two sides. Do you know what I mean? You can't just be the coach not wanting to play him because no matter what you think of Messi or Ronaldo, it's fucking Ronaldo. Mm. So why wouldn't you be playing him? Because he can still make an impact. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's a, something there that Ronaldo said to him or disagreed with something and they've had a bit of a blue and that's the whole reason. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it can't purely be based on just the coach being like in the newspaper saying, Ten Hag doesn't like Ronaldo. That's why he's on the bench. It's a pretty fucking little explanation. That's yeah. a, do you know what I mean? Um, but I also think that that, that United transfer... Um, we'll get back to the mention but that Ronaldo transfer for me uh, shouldn't have happened. Being for him coming in or going out, no, to, going to United. Oh, okay. Being that Ronaldo thought he was going to go to to United and be the fucking bee's knees and mm-hmm. win them a trophy, mm-hmm. and the board at United brought him in thinking that he single handedly was going to win them a trophy. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no chance. Do you know what I mean? He didn't do it at Real Madrid. Everyone thought he did. He got fucking all these players around yeah. him doing the job. Juventus, exactly the same thing. All the boys around him. Or were, do you know what I mean? United were fucking shit house mm. with the players that they had at the time. And you were bringing Ronaldo and thinking that he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. You, you fucked up there already. Mm. You can't think that one player is going to do the whole thing when around you is just a bunch of fucking yeah. shit Scott players. Scott McTominay and Harry Maguire yeah, and all that mean? sort of shit, Fred. Um, whereas... Messi going to PSG from Barcelona. That was purely more on Messi maybe being upset that he wanted to le- that he left Barcelona because he didn't want to. No, it, it was, was money, based on money, money and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But then going to PSG, you've got that amount of egos in the in the change room. Mm-hmm. So you've got up front, you've got a front three. You've got Messi, mm-hmm. Neymar, and Mbappe. Mbappe oh. thinks he's a fucking mad dog. Me- uh, Neymar thinks he's a fucking mad dog. And then you've got Messi... Who is a fucking mad dog? Yeah. <laughs> but then Mbappe is going, wash my fucking bastard yeah, he here. Wants to the face, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, hey, as good as Mbappe is, fucking, you wouldn't even be able to tie fucking one of Messi's shoelaces, mate. I know you're fucking going up and you've won a World Cup too at your age. No worries. But it's fucking Messi. Calm down and just fucking do what he tells you to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's sort of, that's what started at PSG. They were, it was a conflict of interest between all three of them. Because they all wanted to be the best of the best. Whereas, out of those three, you could put one up top, but that's it. Mm-hmm. As in, like, ranking-wise, Messi, and then you've got fucking whoever else you want to put in, Mbappe or, ne- or Neymar. Do you reckon he's going to hang around at PSG much longer? I reckon he'll do, like, a one- or two-year stint. Uh, lower well, apparently David Beckham's offered him to go to Inter Miami, which is Beckham's club in oh, America. Yeah. 
Also, also, 2026 World Cup's coming up, which is hosted in Mexico, America. We spoke about this on the way to Indoor, and I said that where Ronaldo has gone is a perfect way for him to end his career. Mm. I mean, like I was saying before we got off, I I thought he was the GOAT until the Man United thing, and then I I look at the greatest of all time in terms of you've got to have success in your sport as well. And I think Messi, now that he's got the World Cup and Ronaldo doesn't, I think that that puts him ahead clearly. There's There's no discussion about that anymore. It's changed my mind as well, because I was always Ronaldo. Just more personal preference, mm-hmm. but now I can see it that it's it's messy, and that's that's the end of that. There's no more talks about that, and it's not going to change because Ronaldo's not going to win a World Cup. He's, and even if he wins the league in Al Nassar, what does that matter? So, but I think that is what we we said. I think that's the perfect end for Ronaldo's career is to go to that league and and put give something back to the game. Because hmm. I know you think he's quite a selfish player, and he's probably taken a lot from it, but now he's going to give it back to those sort of. That's those smaller leagues get numbers in and get more exposure on those leagues and start helping those leagues. I think it's fantastic. Obviously, he's not doing it for free, but Ronaldo seems very much like a, for example, to relate to the Aussie audience that's not really into football, is very much like a Nathan Buckley. Mm. He's got more individual awards than he does team awards. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah. But he's purely based on that. As much as he comes out in the media talking about the club and how much the club fucking means mm. to him, blah blah blah, he's purely the way that you look at him play. And the way that he goes about himself is purely based on individuality. Mm-hmm. Whereas Messi doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's won the Ballon d'Ors because he's fucking the best in that season or that mm-hmm. year. He's won it. Mm-hmm. But whether Barcelona won the league or they didn't win the league or won the Champions League, didn't win the Champions League, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's out there going for the team mm-hmm. and wanting those team trophies of Champions League. Mm-hmm. The La Liga. That, these are all team-based trophies. And then, because they've won all that and he's been the best there, he's won the individual award. Just quickly, um, don't have to explain it too much, but would you have Messi as a top five player all time? No particular order. It doesn't have to be two, three, four, five. Just would he be in a top five player of all time? In the open era now that we're talking about? The whole, now, era, any, the whole, whole era, No. No, not even top top 10. Mm-mm. Not top 10 either. Top 20. Maybe he can might sneak into top 20. You sound yet. like a fucking Skip Bayless. You know Skip Bayless is? He did his top 10 NBA. Yeah, come on, ESPN, yeah, the, yeah, old, the older boy. Mm. He did his top 10 of all time, and he didn't put LeBron James in it. What, fair, fair enough. What do you mean? He said Larry Bird is a better player than LeBron James. True. It's not. <laughs> it's not you said Larry Bird's the greatest small forward of all time. It's not. If you ask Larry Bird, he'd tell you that he's not the greatest small forward of all time. But Larry Bird would tell you that he's no, the greatest. No, you notice LeBron James is better. There's no comparison there. Um, in every way, LeBron's better. It's not yeah, even close. He might be able to sneak into my top 20. No, yeah. <laughs> but top 10, no. Oh, okay, all right. Um, but yeah, that's what the, I was hoping that he does do something similar than, to, than Ronaldo and go to... Spent his last one or two seasons at some. I mean, America does that really need much more exposure? I thought he was going to go to China or something like America's that. America's still not as big as you think I it is. It was. It's getting big though, isn't it? It's mm. picking up. It would be great if he went there to the states. Mm. Mm. Just did, just did one one or two seasons somewhere. I wouldn't want Messi to go to China or fucking uh, Saudi Arabia or any of those Middle mm. Eastern. Go to go to the states, man, or just retire in Europe. Yeah. Don't go to don't go to the Middle East. Yeah. Um, going back to uh, Zlatan for a second. <laughs> he's been pushed down a lot. Like yeah, he's played for the biggest clubs and well, he's a good player. But I feel like he's been pushed out of the Ballon d'Ors a few times, purely based on just his personality and not giving a fuck and just saying what he thinks, sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas the FIFA want 
the model soccer player. The model soccer oh, player that are nice and blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Although Ronaldo shows off his fucking Bugattis and stuff, mm-hmm. but he still goes along with what everyone wants mm-hmm. to do, whereas Ibrahimovic doesn't And that's doesn't another thing fun. we were talking about in the NBA for, about being the face of a sport. It's a whole... It's being the, the face of professional sport. It's a an image as a whole. It's ability. It's, it's it's success. But it's also, look, that's what I said about Jokic. I just don't know if it'll happen. Obviously, Ronaldo was probably more of the face. You probably can agree that... We both can agree that Messi is the better player. But I think R- Ronaldo is the better marketable player. Do you agree? Well, he's much better looking. And, as, yeah, but yeah. He's better to sell tickets and merchandise than Messi Why is. do you think... Just because he's better looking and he's got more of that aura about him than Messi does. He's better... If you... If you were a businessman and you, all you cared about was making money, mm-hmm. Ronaldo or Messi, you don't care about on-field no, Ronaldo, success. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo exactly yeah. right. Because he's going to sell fucking merch and tickets. Well, and I'll, give you, I'll give you a good example. Let's go back. What are we now, 2023? Let's go back 10 years, 15 years. Why was Beckham so big? He's a good-looking lad. He's fucking... And bend it like Beckham all, nuts. All he could do was fucking curve a free kick. Didn't he have his own soccer I don't game, rate him. I don't rate him as a, as a good player free kick wise you could take a good mm. free kick that's it marketable though mm. good looking boy mm-hmm. put him on a person fucking wearing Calvin exactly. Klein undies exactly. that'll sell exactly. fucking that's like hotcakes yeah. do you know what I mean why do you think he went from United went from went to Real Madrid Madrid fashion one of the fashion capitals of the world mm-hmm. Madrid fucking Victoria Beckham was Stunt. behind all of his fucking fashionable stuff and whatever he He's was doing fragrance line and all that shit and, yeah. then from uh, from Madrid went to Milan What's, what's, again. <laughs> what's in fucking Milan again fashionable fucking shit yeah. and then from Milan he went to the States again States fucking love fashion and all that shit do you know what I mean so wherever you went he didn't go to like all these outside like he didn't play for like Juventus or something he went to all these big cities mm-hmm. that are into all this media and attraction of entertainment and stuff and he fucking went on a billboard in his fucking underwear mm-hmm. with all fucking tatted up with his hair slicked back and shit mm-hmm. and people were like fuck I want mm. you know what I mean like guys wanted to be him and chicks wanted him inside him yeah exactly but yeah. football wise, mm. yeah, you could bend a good ball into a into yeah. the back of the net. But skills, ability—that's the thing, though. That's yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You got to be you got to be marketable. That's where that's where Ronaldo will always be better than Messi because in in that sense, sorry, mm. I'm going to clarify that because he is more marketable and better for the fight. Like you said, he does. I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen Messi do an underwear commercial. Ronaldo's in his jocks all the time with his. The only thing, the only thing Messi does is wear full clothing in in adverts. Mm. And just hold a soccer boot and Adidas soccer yeah. boot. <laughs> and people buy the Adidas boots. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Messi's more for the hardcore soccer fans that know the game mm. in his mouth, so they always say he's better. But for the outsiders and the casuals, Ronaldo's going to be their pick because he's just more known. I don't even think Messi's got a fucking cologne. No, Ronaldo's, no, Ronaldo's yeah. probably got fucking 15 yeah, yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, have all that sort of Do shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. CR7 is such a marketable mm. brand as well. Yeah. LL Messi 30 doesn't sound as good as CR7 does, you know, mm. like LM30 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um... But yeah, going back to that MVR, Messi versus Ronaldo talk, um, in regards to the sport, mm-hmm. yeah, I reckon Messi's... Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah. yeah. That's um, why we will ground. But what's the... Let's segue from that for a sec, but move on to this topic that I had, I've got it written down too. Mm-hmm. Um, how much is too much? Uh, in pro sport and when I say how much is too much I've got three dollar signs no. drawn cash rules everything Ca- around me yeah um, how much is too much in pro sport man like <laughs> the amount of money that these fucking guys get paid mm-hmm. is outrageous mm-hmm. for all they got to do is kick a fucking soccer ball around mm-hmm. a, a fucking round ball 
or throw a round ball into into a hoop mm-hmm. and get three pointers. Mm-hmm. Like, where does where does the money and and wage stop? Where it's it's something that is is blowing my mind that. I've always said this, and you know, as, as entertaining as these athletes are and how good they are, what they do, you think that the bulk of money's big monies and stuff like that should go towards like surgeons and doctors and people that are doing things that really matter to... I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, these guys are just throwing a fucking ball or kicking a ball in the net or throwing a... hitting a little mini thing. What is it? A little golf ball into a hole mm. or whatever. Whatever that they're doing. Um, is obviously, they have worked hard their whole life and they deserve to be rewarded for their efforts and being on television and putting on a show for the fans and whatnot. But these days, the money is just getting absolutely ludicrous. I mean, I think the highest paid player, I want to say, is Steph Curry, $47 million a season. I can look it up, actually. Or is it Ja Morant now? It might be Ja Morant. Um, but that, that is $47 million for, for Curry, for example, just for salary for playing for the Warriors. Then all the endorsements and shit mm-hmm. they get on top of it, it just absolutely blows out through the roof. Um, and especially in soccer, with there's no salary caps and stuff like that, it gets a bit, a bit ludicrous how much they're paying some of these players. It's, and the, I don't. It's sort of because the money's so high these days. Um, it more it sort of affects the mentality of some players where they want to get to the league just to make money, not to mm-hmm. be good at what they do. Because back in the seventies and eighties, like you were saying with birds and magics, money wasn't that big. Mm. Those guys were just there to be very good at what they do, play the game that they love, and try to win at what they do. Seen too much uh, in these current days where players get to a really good level and they get to a time where their contracts up to renewal, especially in the NBA soccer. I don't pay too much attention to, but mm. you probably could elaborate more. Mm. And they get the huge contract. And then their performance just fucking dwindles the next season because they've got their fucking money now. They've got their forty-five million a year. I can play four or five seasons and coast through. I'm set for life now. What does it fucking matter? If I don't win a championship or win anything, what does it matter? Mm. I'm going to finish with two hundred and fifty million dollars in the account when I'm done, and I'll ride off and never work day in my life ever again. You know, <laughs> so and there's not that sort of killer instinct like there was back in the eighties and stuff like that to be good because the reward for them is the money. Mm. What does it matter if I don't win a championship? Gotta be realistic too. Like we're sitting here talking about how outrageous it is, right? But if Miami Heat approached you and said, "Samuel, we'll give you fifty million a season to come play," and you were earning ten million, you're not going to say, "No, I'll stay for ten million nah, because nah, I, nah, I want to win a trophy." And do. Nah. You're fucking going, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone is, you're not going to say no to that sort of money. But the whole point of this conversation was just like how just. How much is too much, man? Like, these Saudis for soccer and the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions. Mm-hmm. So, you look at Steph Curry. He said he's on $45 million a year. Yeah. So, you got a player come from Europe, for example, and go to China or um, Saudi Arabia or, or the Middle East, and they're getting $160, $170 million. Yeah, it is Steph Curry. It's $48 million. Then LeBron, $44 million. Mm-hmm. But then you got soccer players that are getting like 150, 160 yeah, million. This is even higher, isn't it? Well, unbelievable. I'm just having a look now. I'm gonna have a quick look while you're talking. About it. You can keep going. I just want to see the highest paid athletes. I know it was um, um mm. Conor McGregor, wasn't it last year? But that's got nothing to do with fucking. Like, um, no, all his is purely outside of the octagon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His other businesses and bloody proper 12 and all that shit because mm. he, he gets paid well to fight in the UFC but not like anything 
ridiculous. Yep. Then you got paid like twenty five million for the Poirier fight, which isn't huge compared to what boxing boxers get. Yeah. So and his his net worth was um was a lot higher than what UFC has been paying. That's for sure. Have you seen the Have you seen the video? I'm sure you have of McGregor when he's working out in the octagon and in the states or whatever, and Ronaldo's on holiday or some shit with his boys, and he rocks up and meets him. He goes into the gym and they meet and they have it like a little encounter or something. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of like, this might be maybe just after the Aldo fight. I think he's put on a bit of weight now. I think he's starting to, I think he's starting to hit like lightweight now. And mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Could have been just before the Nate Diaz. And they're talking and uh, McGregor says to him, he goes, are you, you're number one on the floor, but aren't you at the moment? And Ronaldo's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And, they st- and he's like, oh, he goes, how did you get here? And I was like, oh, I took me jet. I took the private jet. We flew over, blah, blah, blah. And then McGregor says to him, he goes, give me two years and I'll surpass you and I'll be number one. And they have like a like a laugh back and forth. And Ronaldo's like, yeah, fucking right, okay. Yeah, right, I see, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then um, he fucking did it. Are you going to be watching that documentary on Netflix? Of Conor McGregor, anyone? Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. And Ultimate Fighter when it comes out. Yes, absolutely. I'm just waiting. Just trying, I'm trying to see who. Have it you is. seen the sneak peek to it? The behind the scenes. Yeah, a little bit. I like the bit with the. He's telling him what weight they're going to fight at. Yeah, he'll he goes, "I'll fight at 150. Uh, you'll do what I tell you. Yeah, to do. you'll do what you tell. You, you can see that really tell. pissed off Chandler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw a comment about that, and someone's like, "Oh, big talk from McGregor hasn't had a win since like a relevant win since 2014. Like he doesn't have to. He's Conor McGregor." And that is the reality of it. This, the fight will be on his terms. Chandler will take what he's given because he's getting the money fight, and this will be the biggest fight and the biggest paycheck Chandler ever gets in his life. So if he tells him to fight at 185, he shut up and tell him to fight at 185. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so going back to... It's all soccer players, these top players, man. Top paid athletes, 2023. Ronaldo's number one. Yep. On field forty six million, off field ninety million. Yeah, so he's earned more fucking on billboards than he's fucking playing. See, on. Messi's on field sixty five million, so he gets paid more, but off field sixty five. So that's the marketability we're talking about. He's not getting as much from endorsements. How much does he get paid on field? Sixty five on off on on Messi mm-hmm. sixty five and off sixty five. Oh, so he's getting paid fifty fifty. Yeah, pretty much. Ronaldo's oh, okay. 40, 46 on the on the field, mm. and ninety million off the field because he's more marketable. Like yeah. we just spoke about. Um, Mbappe. Hundred million on the field. Mm-hmm. What? The, what's his contract to PSG? Probably that. Hundred million. <laughs> is that person and off? Twenty million. Yeah. See, cause he's not, he, all he would do is probably just Adidas or Nike fucking yeah, commercials, yeah, yeah. and that's it. Um, LeBron is forty-four point five on the field. Off the field is seventy-five million. So Mbappe is just purely because his on-field contract is through the roof. Goodness me, hundred million dollars. Mm. Canelo Alvarez, mm-hmm. hundred million. On, on, on in boxing, boxing. Yeah. And 10 off. million off because he's not he's Mexican and yeah whatnot. <laughs> what the fuck does Mexican got to do with he's not earning money he doesn't speak English good <laughs> <laughs> fucking nacho eater <laughs> Dustin Johnson I've never heard of this boy so, he's a golfer golf golf, golf. 102 man is he well, he's the best golfer in the world is he Nobody's five, million, five no, million in endorsements. <laughs> no, but he's recently just signed for the Live Golf, which is the Saudis. Oh, okay. The Saudis made their own league, right, okay. and they brought some of the pro golfers over. Right, right, right. Phil Mickelson, golfer. Um, he's fifty-two. Shit. Steph Curry's number eight. Uh, Roger Federer still going. Mm-hmm. He's on, retired on, now. On, yeah, on um on the court, a hundred thousand dollars. 
Right. Off 95 million. <laughs> <laughs> he must have not played too much last season. He's retired. Oh, okay. He's and retired. He must have played one thing for 100 mm. grand or something. I don't yeah, know. And then Kevin Durant rounds out of the top 10. Mm. It's basketball and soccer. That's where the money I'm surprised there was no NFL players in there. A- NFL? A- mm. NFL. Yeah, NFL, nah. I'm very surprised about that. There used to be, I reckon, a few years ago there was. There was a couple. Adele oh, Beckham, I think, was up there. I don't know why Conor McGregor's not in there too, but mm. um, so what? Obviously, you're not a big, uh, a massive, massive soccer guy. Mm. But if you had to really think about it and sit down, would you have Messi in your top ten or top five? Yeah, yeah. I'm always with my tops with my top um, um, rankings with any sport. I always look at it from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. I can I can only count it from what. I've grown up on and what I've seen. I don't like, especially when we talk about AFL, I don't like talking about Dunstalls and Lockets and shit like that because I've only seen snippets and highlights of what they show you, but you never see the overall. That's why I consider Gary Ablett Jr. the greatest player of all time because I saw him throughout his whole career. Mm. I've never seen anyone even come close to how good he was. You can talk about Buddy as much as you want, but Gary Ablett Jr., is he's better than his old man from what mm. I can tell. I mean, someone that can give you 44, 45 touches and three goals a game throughout the midfield, especially playing for the Suns when they first started, there was no help. Mm. That's that's just unbelievable. It's hard to really... It's hard. That question goes around too. It's another fucking A versus B mm. question with junior and senior. For senior to kick the amount of goals and the special goals that he kicked, you need a guy like Ablett Jr. to get the ball down to him. It's the only way you explain it. For senior to do what he did, you need Abler Jr. Yeah, to get the ball down. That's another thing I always consider when I'm talking about areas. Professional athletes these days are so much better overall than back in the day. When you fucking when like when they talk about um, John Coleman, mm-hmm. he's playing during the fucking war, mm. so yeah, he's kicking hundred against against farmers who were just filling in teams and shit. You know, like how can you consider him mm. to to these days where um, Lance Franklin's way better than John Coleman? Just because Coleman did a knee and he was kicking the average like six a game or something for his career or something like that. Same in the NBA and like Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. When Wilt Chamberlain was dominating, there was no real competition against him. Maradona and Palo, from what I can see when they're playing the black and white footage, they're obviously extremely, extremely good players. But is the talent around them... Palo and Maradona is a completely different generation. But I'll tell you what, though, Maradona played in the 80s where it was the fucking toughest generation ever for yeah. soccer. So they were fucking... Tough, you say that in the NBA too with toughness, but I'm talking about skill. No, no, what I'm saying is the toughness of, of the 80s football he played in Italy as well when he was playing at Naples and stuff. Those cunt, those guys were kicking the shit out of him. Do you know what I mean? And he was still getting chasing the ball, getting after it, getting tackled. Do you know what I mean? I think he broke his ankle at one point and was off for three or four months trying to get that repaired too, but he played in an era where it was the toughest during soccer. Before that, not as much. After it, obviously, rules came in. You can't do this, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And he still managed to be on top. Do you know what I mean? So, that's um, so in the NBA. I just don't. Back in the nineties when Jordan was playing, the, the, obviously there was good players in the league, legends of the game. But the overall, there was just not as good overall players as there is now. Everyone can hit three now. Mm. Everybody, people are hitting like Steph Curry's hitting them from fucking thirty-five feet out. He'll dribble past half court and just jack it up and put it in. Like mm. you can't stop that. And and all these players, obviously defense has gone down a lot these days. But back in when Jordan and stuff played, you can hand check and all that shit like that. Defense was different, so it was harder to score because because of that. And you can't do that anymore. It's just a foul and straight to because the, the rules have changed. So um, at one stage, yeah, everyone was putting up like there was 
90, 90 out. Someone was putting up 55 plus points in the NBA. 90, 90, 90 out. Back in the day, 25 was considered a fucking good night. 25 now is less than average. But doesn't that make you a better player, though? Like, for example, you, you, you're uh, Dunstalls and Lockets and all them sort of guys and Wayne Carey's in the time where just before the rules changed where there was arm chopping was allowed mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Yet you still marked the ball and you still kicked the goal. Mm-hmm. Whereas now you get a little touch and it's a free kick. Mm. So how many goals would have these guys... I know, obviously, the generation that... The technology's improved and mm. these players are a lot faster than mm. your dunces and locks back in there. But just take that out and just say as a player, those rules were back then. How many goals would they have scored if the no arm chops or anything, if you could touch it, free kick? Do you know what I mean? They would have mm. scored fucking 10 times more than what they did, mm-hmm. being that there was arm chops and they still mm-hmm. had to fight for it with your Silvan- Silvanis yeah, in our, your back and all that sort of stuff. in that era, absolutely. But if you put those players dunce to in today's game, he's not scoring 100 goals a year. Mm. No way. Not when there's when he's getting long bombs in from the fucking because of the way the game's played now. Yeah. Kicks under pressure coming in, and then he's got to go up against five defenders over the top of him. He's not marking. You look at the game; it was so much more open back in the day. You know, I watch old Hawthorne games. Watch John Platten run through the centre. There's not a body around him. Where these days you've got someone hot on your heel, or you, it's tied in the contest or whatever. Yeah. It's just because it's changed so much. Everyone's so much better yeah. these days and better. Well, we've said it a million times before. Football's now about athletes, not footballers these days. They Correct, want people yeah. who can run and jump and run 19.6 on the beep test and stuff like that. Back in the day, they were footballers. So yep. Yep. we're playing... Their generation is a game for athletes and their, their generation is a game for, for tough footballers. Mm. Put, you put their players in our, in our in our time, it doesn't work. You put our players in their time, it doesn't work. Because mm. these guys are too soft to play in that league. But th- those guys just aren't good enough to play talent fitness Well, I mean, you watch the fucking footage... Of them back in the day after the game, they'll go down the pub and have a pie and a fucking didn't didn't Shane Warne used to have like two pies before a fucking cricket match or some shit like that? Possibly, yeah. Well, like I remember, I remember you know, watching. They go down the pub and have beer after training. They can't do that anymore. Mm. It's I remember watching an interview with Dipper, and he was saying on Thursday night they'd come into the uh, into the club rooms, and then Alan Jeans would have the the sheet, the old school sheet of just whoever was playing that week, mm-hmm. and if your name wasn't on it, you know that you're not in the in the team. And he goes. We come in on Thursday night of training, go to the bar, say, yeah, mate, I'll grab a Coke and a, and a dimmy and a dim sim. Yeah. That was the dinner, a, a Coke and a dim sim. Mm-hmm. Imagine you walked into, into a Richmond footy club now or St. Kilda footy club mm-hmm. and went, what do you want for dinner, mate? And you went, oh, I'll just have a Coke and a dim sim. Get out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there's fucking salads yeah, and they've fucking... they've got dietitians now. Yeah. They could eat well, what they fucking told. You know, but again, you look at the bodies back then too. Like, yeah, they were tough, but they all had fucking fat Yeah, so overweight, man. But no one said anything because it was purely based on football. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like him barging through plays and kicking and goals. As much as you know, um, I think that our current game is better in all sort of sports. It's developed into more professional and skilled players. Oh, fuck, I fuck would love. To have been our age in that time and watch those 80s and 90s football games. I mean, fucking I would have unreal. Pl- I would have tried to play it. Unreal to watch, man. Mm. People bashing the shit out of each other. And that you look at it and compare it to when, like some of the old umpiring, you know, like fucking, have you seen Brian Taylor when he's like, yeah, 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 shit. yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, if yeah. you put your hands up, you get 50 meter for descent, mm. whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's just ridiculous. But yeah. And like the old school footy show was hilarious and stuff like that. It would have been good time in the 90s to be. Unfortunately, we were only babies and stuff mm. like that, but it would have been a good time to be a fucking mid-year, yep. 20-year-old man living in those times. Yep. Everything was booming. Um, yeah, well, we were just sort of... Like, I still remember watching the footy show in the early 2000s stuff yeah, when we were sort of getting to 7, 8, and yeah, it was still, still good. Um, it was still good in the early more, 2010s as well. Yeah, but it was more... Um, it was big bills out. <clears> yeah, yeah, once, <laughs> once the... Um, 
politically correct fuckwits right. came in and said, "Oh, you can't do street talk Where's because you're... when you need him. Sorry, Where's well, Maddie correct, when you need yeah. Him but, um, but see, like you said about back in the day, like this generation wouldn't work back then. That generation wouldn't work now. I put, I do the same thing. What do you reckon for this for the era with soccer? Like, how do you think the Messi's and Ronaldo's would have gone back in the eighties and nineties? Mm. Would they still be dominant as they are today, or not? Oh, well, that's it's that's, hard. To, yeah. You know what I mean? And again, it's different. It's different sports, different rules. Mm. Um, soccer hasn't changed that much in regards to rules. Um, whereas footy's fucking, you can't even... Two things I want to ask you before we start looking at wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing, who do you reckon the best player in the world is right now, currently, in, so- in soccer? Because well, we've been in a soccer-orientated episode. We'll keep it with that. Right now, currently, best player in the world. Mbappe. Okay, take him over Haaland. Even with Haaland's fifty-plus yeah. scoring season, yep. uh, before did you see the stat? How Haaland has scored? He's like eleven goals off being like the greatest scorer in EPL history, mm. and number one is some bloke from like nineteen twenty-four or something like that. I oh, know, <laughs> can't remember his name now, but everyone was fucking taking the piss out of it last week because they brought a stat up because mm. is he fifty-three for EPL season now or something? Possibly, something could stupid be, yeah. like that. It's ridiculous. He's breaking. He's taking the piss, Haaland. Mm. To me, to me, he would probably be. Yeah, I'd probably say he for me he'd have to be the best player in the world. I reckon Harland because soccer is at the end of the day about scoring, and he fucking can put it in like no one else. So, but before but before you say something before mm-hmm. before his season and before he dropped off a bit, I would have had Mo Salah as the best player in the world. But he hasn't been as good ever since, and Liverpool haven't been as good since Marmane left. It just hasn't been the same Salah. But he would have been my number one pick prior to that. Harlan season and the trade of mm. Mane, I thought he was the best player in the world. So, do you rate the Ballon d'Or? Do you think it's just full of shit? FIFA doing the Ballon d'Or no. for best player of the year. But it's like the Brownlow. It's voted by. So you respect executives. that then? No, for me, the um, the best award you can win in like well, at least AFL, for example, is the Players and Coaches Association award. Mm-hmm. That's voted by the people around you. Umpire one, umpires get the fucking votes wrong all the time. Mm. Um, it's just more of a well-known thing. The brand line, I suppose, it's the same with the Ballon d'Or. Who's vote? Who votes that? Is it like executives and whatnot? Is I it think play? so. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the same fucking thing. So, mm. like you said, image probably comes into it a lot too. So, mm. but if we're purely basing it on that, then Benzema is the best player in the world at the moment because he's the oh, recent winner, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So again, it's one of those things. But if Harlan keeps going the way he's going, because he he's obviously that. Benzema's the current champion because that was the season before. Mm. Now we're talking about this season with Haaland's 50-plus goals in EPL. If he keeps going, don't you think he would be the, EPL, the Ballon d'Or winner next time? No, no, the season just gone is Benzema. This, the, the, the European season's almost done. They're almost into summer. We're going into winter next Yeah, but summer. when they did the Ballon d'Or calculating and, and whatnot, that was not including Haaland's current season. We were scoring. That was He was announced the winner like very early into the EPL, wasn't he? Don't they do it from the year prior? And then this, like... Benzema's was... No, like real, the, so- the soccer season goes, like, into the two seasons. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's the 2022-23, yeah. not 2022. Yeah, so 23-24, that'll be Haaland because this is the current season that he's having. Correct, yeah. yeah. But this, but still, during this season, 22-23, mm-hmm. is Benzema. Okay. I'm confused. I'm tired. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wrap but, things um, up. 
Alright, well, yeah, fuck. So we've had a bit, yeah, we've had a decent chat about fucking various different things, haven't we? Um, got, you got you there in the end after you stood and stared at me for fucking five <laughs> minutes, not knowing what to absolutely do. That was um, be a good one for the TikTok. I'm asking you a question and you just and fucking you just burst fucking out and laughed. Um, what's the go, Sammy? What's the go next week, mate? Taylor and James are a... going to come on. We're going to call it episode 15, the, the couples therapy session. We're going to have a chat with uh, two of my mates, Taylor and James. Oh, you have met. Mm-hmm. You have met. Um, yep. They're a bit off the rails, a bit cuckoo. Um, but they're great. They're two of my favourites. Um, I love them both. So that'd be good to come on and have a chat with all things. Oh, just everything. We'll just have a bit of a general chat. We'll talk about relationships and how they met and how we all met and a bit of a bit of a laugh because it's quite funny. And there'll be some stories told and mm-hmm. you can sort of chip in and hang around and whatnot. But yeah, it'll be good. Very good. And anything else planned for the next couple of weeks? What do we got? I don't know. Don't know yet. We gotta fucking keep messaging people, <laughs> exactly. don't we? Exactly. If anyone wants to come on, hit us up because it's easy if you approach us. Yeah. But absolutely. All right, we'll finish it up there, man. That's another one wrapped, done, dusted. Hope you enjoyed the chat about soccer and fucking NBA and how we're destined for averageness, really. So that's all something we can all take away from this. Amir, it's been good. It's been real good. But not good enough. But not good enough. (laughs) Average. Just fucking average. We'll we'll see you next uh, next episode. Thanks, guys. See ya.